What's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kiki and with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me tell you a little bit about it. It's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends, family, or guests come on the show and we kiki about whatever the topic of the day is. So today I have with me a return guest, my homegirl, Dominique. Dominique, you want to go ahead and say what's up and just tell us what you got going on these days. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for having me back on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, These days, I'm just, you know, balancing that family, entrepreneurship life, full-time job. Got an event coming up next month. So, yeah, make it happen, sis, in July. Make sure y'all go. (laughs) Well, we definitely going to get some more details about the event um, before we get, before we end the episode, but yours truly will be a part of this event so we definitely gonna plug it but you know let's go ahead and get into the show for this week so every ep- every week we start off the episode with a drink with cocoa and it is typically recommended by the guest and Dominique does have a drink recommendation this week so let us know what you drinking sis Yes, so my recommendation, you know, I love this drink. Um, the Black Girl Magic Riesling is my favorite wine right now. Like I could drink that whole bottle and deal with the hangover in the morning. So <laughs> just that with a little bit of fruit in the cup, you know, real nice. Um, I'm actually not drinking it right now though. I'm just drinking water because I don't feel good. <laughs> but um, the black girl magic riesling, yes, I love it. Yes, same. I am not drinking either. I'm drinking water as well because it's hot here in hot Georgia. Uh, The temperature at this current moment and it's 730 in the evening (laughs) is 96 damn degrees. Oh my God. (laughs) And tomorrow's going to be 99 and Wednesday is going to be 103. So baby, I need to be as hot as possible. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so but Y'all know I always post about the drink of the week, so I will make sure I post this. And I personally like this wine as well. Like, I like Rieslings. Like, of course, when I first started drinking wine, everybody was on the Moscato, Moscato D.I.C. because it was sweet. But as I've gotten, excuse me, as I've gotten older, I realized, like, I prefer I still like sweet wines, but just not as sweet. And I think Riesling is a good balance between sweet and not so sweet. So I definitely recommend it if you haven't tried it. And then, of course, Black Girl Magic is owned by the McBride Sisters uh, Winery, which is a Black-owned wine company. So I definitely say support. If y'all see it, buy it. They got more than just Riesling. So definitely buy it. They got a whole bunch of stuff now. They got like canned wines and like on their website, it's a whole bunch of different things they got going on. They're like a book club, wine club thing. It's pretty cool. Yes, we should. We should join that, Dominique. We should. <laughs> yes, I think that would. I think that would be good. And especially with me um, leaving in September, I think mm-hmm. that'll be something good for us to do while I'm gone. Okay. Yes. <laughs> So, yes, get y'all a bottle of Black Girl Magic Riesling or whatever within the options that they offer that you think you would like. Definitely get you get you some. 
So now that we got the drink with cocoa going, we're going to go ahead and get into the word on the street. So we're going to start the word on the street off with some black excellence. (laughs) I'm going to say this is black excellence, even though these people did get arrested and they is in jail (laughs) right now. But shout out to them, because with these gas prices, child, Mm-hmm. I would I would take the gas for the low any day. But what <laughs> happened was two men, they stole $14,000 worth of gas and sold it at a discounted price in Virginia Beach. So I don't put I can't put regular gas on my car. So <laughs> how much how much is it for? Because if I knew, baby, I'd be um, first first customer how much you charging me 40 40 mm-hmm. okay i could do 40 <laughs> you know what i'm saying because right now i'm paying 60 dollars to fill my tank up from a quarter tank of gas so girl i had just took so you know it's father's day weekend mm-hmm. so i was like let me take chris truck and go fill it up for him so girl a hundred dollars i was like it's a whole extra gift but. <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. $100. When I was um in Chicago, I rented a Kia Sorento the other week, mm-hmm. probably about two weeks ago. And of course, I'm putting regular gas in there. I'm not putting no no mid-grade, no premium up in there. You getting the regular. But even regular, so gas, first off, gas in Chicago was six dollars oh a gallon. Down here in Georgia, where we live, we only paying about $4.25 a gallon. So not too not too bad so i definitely feel for y'all that's in them northern states and out west and legit east coast because i know gas is raping y'all but gas was six dollars in chicago so where we live or where my mama live rather is not too far or if you live in chicago period you probably drive to indiana to go get that go get gas and it's a 50 cent difference but that 50 cent go a long way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so gas being six dollars in Chicago, went to Indiana, paid five fifty, and it still cost me seventy five dollars to fill up. So, yeah, and imagine if I was putting premium in that bad boy. Hmm. Mm-mm. Mm. We need them dudes uh, to be out here, right? Yes. Y'all need to uh, when y'all get out. Y'all need to. <laughs> Spread the word on how y'all do this so people around the country can benefit, you know? Because mm-hmm. gas don't look like it's going down no time soon, honey. Girl, it be looking like it's tricky too, like, uh, especially on base, it'd be like 10 cents cheaper. And then I try to hold out. I'm like, all right, tomorrow I might go down. And then it go right back up. And then it go right back up. You better get mm-hmm. it when you see it, girl. And I, I should have, I didn't get it today. I was trying to hold out. I was like, I think lose you lose. <laughs> But I don't know. For me, wow. I don't care how much the gas say it is. If I, I don't go below a quarter tank because once you get below a, a quarter tank, that's when gas get more pricey. I, I can, at a quarter <laughs> tank, I can say I'm, if it used to be $40. Now I'm at 60. So I'm like, look, 60 is the max I'm going to spend. So at a quarter tank, I got to get gas. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm at a quarter tank right now. I need to go get, get you some gas. I need well, to. you know your car. What'd you say? I said, you know your car. I do. My car, it'll, I got some time, but I'm going to get some gas. See, you know how people be like, um, they be right, they be like in between E and a quarter tank. And they mm-hmm. be like, I know my car. I probably got about 
75 miles to go into like <laughs> girl so i used to live out of edwards and it's like a a 10 maybe not 10 mile but it's this long stretch from the sign to the actual base mm-hmm. and i tell you people used to be like gambling they'd be on e and they like no, I can make because you know gas out there is cheaper on base. But I can make it. I could. It'd be so many cars like would be sold because people just which and I'm like, Mm-mm, I'm not trying that. And you said it was like a ten mile. Yeah, it's just like an empty desert lake bed. Oh, people and be she's trying. talking about in California, y'all. Yeah. I'm so I'm I'm too afraid to be stuck on the side of the road. So I'm gonna get me some gas. <laughs> uh, That's why I say I don't I don't care how much. That's that's one thing. We complaining about the gas prices, but what we going to do? We going to pay because we want to be outside. We got to get the work. You know what I'm saying? So right. gas is a necessity and we going to pay regardless of what the price is. But if I didn't live so far away and it take, I don't even live that far away from my job. <laughs> but to know I had to leave earlier than seven o'clock in the morning to get the work and I got to be at work at 730, I can't chance it on a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot to chance it on bike. You get to work, you gonna be having a shower. Get, mm-hmm. Yeah, you are gonna have to take a whole other shower and probably be ready to pass out. <laughs> For real, it's no way you could do that out here. Mm-hmm. So, how did they get caught? Do you know? Probably cameras, because they did multiple gas stations. They didn't just do one. <laughs> <laughs> so the put like police are telling um the the gas station people like make sure you check your cameras and your gas usage throughout the night because that's I think that's how they was getting them at, at nighttime. Yeah, I saw that part. Mm-hmm. Yep. But like I said, black black excellence, shout out to them. They was trying to be the Robin Hoods in the hood. So <laughs> I can't do nothing but respect it. <laughs> I mean, were they really though? Because they were still making a profit. <laughs> but they were selling it for the low. True. I mean, I they, not, they may not have been giving it for the free, but they <laughs> were giving it to you at a discounted price. Yeah, dollar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, if they did a, a dollar a gallon, they made fourteen thousand dollars. Or not? Hmm. I don't even know what I, I don't even know what 14k will equate to but let's I don't even know but sound like they I don't know if they made 14k but they made more than what they had in their pocket I mean but it's gone now <laughs> it's gone now and in jail but you know we gonna keep them brothers prayed up you know they, <laughs> they was trying to do a good deed a good deed mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah so on to other news. <laughs> and I think this is actually kind of cute. You know what I'm saying? But Danny Glover, we all know him as Mr. From the Color Purple. You know, plenty of other things that he didn't been a part of. But oh, excuse me. he has recently been photographed on vacation with his fine young thing. She was his realtor. I forget her name because I sure looked it up, but she was his realtor. He was recently divorced from his wife. I think they got married in 2009. And so they are divorced as of now. No one has specifically said when they got divorced, but 
He is now out and about living his best life with his young thing, body looking like, yes. Oh my goodness. Girl, magic. I'm like, ooh, girl, did you have work done or is you just naturally like slim? That looked natural. It looked natural. And if it is, big ups to you and your creators. Look at Danny. Okay. Danny out there. And he was getting them angles, girl. Did you see him with the with the camera? Angles. And he had to uplift his boo. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. Get all the angles. Catch that right angle. Mm-hmm. Give her options. Options. What'd you say? I'm looking at it now. I'm just <laughs> laughing at him. I see you. Oh, we got the same last name. Her name Regina Murray. Hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I, I definitely think that, you know, regardless of his age, you know, I think he is, and I think that's the one thing about people of not our generation specifically, but the people who have lived throughout our lifetime, I feel like have definitely exuded like just because you get older don't mean you got to get old you know what I'm saying like you can still just live life vacation have fun and that's what I take from this this picture with his new boo like yeah you got a young thing a young sweet thing pretty young thing but um you know you he out also out here living his best life like, I know, like, in the military, you know how a lot of civilians will just work, work, work. You feel like, they be like, yeah, I've been in the military for 40, I was in the military 20 years, 30 years, and I've been a civilian for 40 years, 50 years. And you be like, damn, when you gonna retire? But they be like, work and keep them young. And a lot yeah. of them be afraid to stop working because they feel like if they stop working, they're going to go home and die. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of like the ones that like really work like that, I don't think they understand the concept of like still getting out and living life. They feel like mm-hmm. they have to just be at home, sitting in front of the TV, just real sad. Like, and it's like, no. This is your time to go spend time with your kids, your grandkids, like go to the beach with them. You may not be able to walk Disney, but you know what I'm saying? Go at least go on the vacation, you know, do a little bit, chill. You know what I'm saying? But still get out, live your life. And to me, that's what this is telling me or showing me like he's still out here living his life, just like plenty of other celebrities like. 40, 40 year olds, 50, 60 year old women's nap women's women, <laughs> women out here looking like they better than some of these 20 year olds. You know Girl, what I'm saying? Yeah. So always, that makes me think of, I don't know, you ever seen that movie? I think it's Hustlers with Jayla. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she what? She in her 40s, 50s, something like that. She what? Maybe. 45 to 50 yeah but like she had the best looking body out of all them females on there it was like a whole stripper mm-hmm. place and she the best looking one out there so age don't mean nothing now i know j-lo then had a little bit of tweaks i'm not gonna you sound like my mom <laughs> i know she done had a little bit of tweaks 
But mm-hmm. I can appreciate it because it still looked natural. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, the BBL always just been excessive to me. Mm-hmm. Like people be like, you think you want some work done? Yeah, I'm gonna get some work. I just ain't getting no BBL. I don't need no ass. <laughs> I need I to get rid of my belly. This belly and back fat. That's what I need to get rid of. And once that's gone, this booty gonna poke chat. Right. <laughs> Girl. So yeah, I I definitely love seeing Danny Glover in this light. You know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes, sometimes that younger woman just probably make them feel young. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And she not like, you know, young, young, where it's like, yeah. Oh, she, old, man. <laughs> I know 30 or 20 something. No, she, she, she got in her 40s or 50s, I think. Yeah, she's seasoned. Yeah, so it's a good look for him. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good look for both of them. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Danny Glover and his boo. What's her name? Regina Murray. Regina Murray. Yeah. Shout out to Regina Murray out here representing for the black girl magic. Body on bam, body on fleet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get your coins, sis. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like I said, I love it. I think it's amazing. And so, you know, with that being said, the hot cup of cocoa this week is, <clears throat> to me, I feel like it's a little messy, but because it's, I feel like it's controversial. For real, for real. So, you know, in this week's Hot Cup of Cocoa, we are discussing this woman she got on the interwebs (laughs) and was basically saying she didn't want to, she was going to end up being single because she didn't want to do nothing for a man. She don't want to cook for a man. She don't want to clean for a man. Um, you know, none of that. And which is her prerogative. And I will say, I'm glad that she acknowledging that she going to be single. <laughs> and, not to, and not to say like, you got to do these things to be in a relationship, yeah. but you got to be willing to do those type of things. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be every day, but I hope she ain't got children either because I know she got to cook and clean for their asses. Yeah, she's like, I'm lazy. I don't want to do nothing for no one. And um, so I'll say I'm glad that she knows she's going to be single because especially like, you know, a lot of women these days be talking about they want to be kept women and, you know, all of these things like how you want to be a kept woman, but you don't want to give nothing in return. Mm-hmm. Like, so you just going to lay on your back and that's your reciprocation for him providing for your life or even just having a partner. Like, say your man do pay the majority of the bills and all you got to pay is the utilities. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, and all you got to pay is the utilities. But so meaning... You can keep the majority of your money. You could probably do whatever you want with your money. If y'all go on vacation, you could pay for the vacation, whatever. However y'all decide to set that up. Mm-hmm. But for him to be paying them the majority of your life bills, your home mm-hmm. bills, taking care of your existence, you know what I'm saying? Providing a roof over your head, 
stuff like that and you lights electricity and you saying i can't cook you dinner Mm -hmm. well i think the way because like she went on to say like she just i think the way i took it is that she's got a misconception of what being in a relationship is like Mm because she's like i i just want to be with an adult like i don't want to pick up after no man i want you know blah 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 i just want to be with someone we could go have fun and do things together and it'd be like equal so i think it's not that like she just don't want to do nothing at all she just don't want to like take care of another human being which honestly, that's still low key. That's a part of being in a relationship. Like you ain't got to look after them like they're your child. But yeah. if you're in a relationship, you love somebody like y'all supposed to take care of each other. Yeah. yeah. And but I think coming to it with that mindset is just kind of like. What man is going to want to be with you? Because you basically saying, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And I'm not saying you got to be a pick me and be like, I'm going to cook for you every day. I'm going to wash your clothes. I'm going to make sure you come home to a clean house. Like, I'm not saying you got to be like that either. But like I said, it got to be some give and take in the situation. Yeah. Even if you do have a man that's capable and will pick up after himself or will make himself something to eat. So if he making himself something to eat, do you expect him to make you something to eat too? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I feel like every relationship different. Like some people, you know, what worked for them work for them. I know what works in my relationship. So. Mm. Yeah. And I, I definitely agree. Um, every relationship is different. And I will say honestly and truly, if she wants to be in a relationship where she don't have to do that type of shit for a man, she need to get her a wealthy man who can pay for those type of things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all got to eat. She's going to have to do something. like. Because my thing is, you saying you don't want to do X, Y, and Z, but it directly correlates to how you live too. You know what I'm saying? So if you cook something, if you cook yourself something to eat, you just going to cook yourself something to eat. Mm. You're not going to cook your man something to eat. You want to wash clothes. You're going to wash your clothes, but you're not going to wash his clothes. You're going to make up your half the bed. You're not going to make up his half the bed. Like, these are things that I feel like you're doing them for yourself, but it's stuff that you would already be doing. I mean, most people, but I feel like there are couples out there like that, though, where it's like legit, you know, they, it's almost like they live in two separate lives, but they just together. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if that function for them. But... That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that being with someone mean you need to cater to their every need? No, I don't think that. I think, like I said, I'm a I'm a huge believer of like what works for you works for you. Mm-hmm. So, and I can only speak in my relationship. Um, in my relationship, I do feel like there is a let like you do need to cater in my personal relationship. There, you do need that just because. I could look at, I could be like her and be like, you know, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But then if you really sit back and like take inventory of like the different roles and who does what, like, I think women, we forget, at least for me, because I know there was a time where I was like, I do everything. I do everything. But then like, I sit back and look at it like, hey, no way in hell I'm cutting nobody grass. Like, I will never cut grass. I don't care. Like ever. And my head, he's right. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. That's, that's not my job. I don't do that. And mm-hmm. And that it is what it is. And so like, he could definitely turn around and be like, I'm not doing laundry, but he don't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he still helps me out 
with, you know, like the traditional female roles, but there are a lot of roles that would be traditional male roles that I just ain't never going to do. Like you might catch me on a good day. Maybe I'll take some trash out, but the most you'll see is me like tied up and put it by the door, which means baby go take the trash out. And so it's like, I feel like there's give and take on both sides. And so, because I know I can depend on him for that kind of stuff. And then like you were saying earlier with bills and stuff like that, like I don't have to, like, I take care of all the money. Like all the money comes to, he's got access to the account, but I've like divvy all it all out and stuff like that. And so for me to have that, that privilege, you know, like I ain't got to, ain't nobody watching me financially. It's just like, here, babe, I trust you, you know, yeah. do what you need to do with our money. Like there needs to be a level. Okay. So he, he's, he's affording me that like I can cook his dinner. You know, I could wash his clothes. Yeah. You know, like, That's like uh, my homegirl, Masa, who was on the show a, a few weeks back. And she she's a stay at home mom. And she's like, in order for her husband, like, because her husband. Oh, excuse me. I don't know why I hurt so much today. But like she said, she like her husband was advocating for her to be a stay at home mom. But mm-hmm. to, in order for, to make her feel comfortable with the situation, he's mm-hmm. basically like just give her the check and allow her to make sure like all the bills are paid, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And I think that is decent you know what I'm saying like I feel like that's a modern day take on being a stay-at-home mom you know what I'm saying stay-at-home wife because back in the day your man worked you stayed at home he paid all the bills and when he wanted to up and leave your ass you was just sitting there looking like I got nothing (laughs) you know what I'm saying and so being able to manage the household funds I think it's important to to prove that level of commitment uh, within a relationship. And so for me personally, I don't think you need to cater to someone's every need. Um, Just thinking back on like the relationship I was in previously where we lived together and and all that jazz, like everything was 50-50, like, but I was the one who made sure all the bills got paid. Because me personally, I think whoever I end up with or, you know, what I need that control because I just can't be out here thinking like my man taking care of everything. And then one day it's just like, bitch, it's a foreclosure sign on your door. <laughs> what show was that where the, uh, <laughs> the dude had came up to the lady? He's like, oh, man, that's a beautiful ring. Can I see it? It snatched it off her finger. <laughs> it was like repossessed. <laughs> I can't remember what this was for real. That can't be me. For that real. That cannot be me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, do I think that you need to cater to your person's every need? No. Because, and the reason I say no is because I think that it, that part, you, it's like you build this expectation that this is what you're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? And what what if one day you get tired and you just like, I don't feel like doing this no more. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? I was just doing it because I felt like he liked it. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And now he like, oh, you don't do this for me no more. And you know, da, 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 da. I think cater to the needs that are important. But miscellaneous shit, like irrelevant ass shit, no, no. I'm not ironing your drawers. I'm not ironing the sheets on this damn bed. No. <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> that you bring that up. Do it yourself. <laughs> no, because 
I did. I wouldn't say it was a mistake, but when me and my husband first got together, right, mm-hmm. I had recently got out the military. I was in school full time. I was getting my VA, getting my, you know, school BAH. I, we, was, we was making good money and I wasn't working and we didn't mm-hmm. have no kids. Right. So I did. I think I took on that role where a girl like he would come home. I had a whole menu set up and like, you know, I'd be ready and willing, you know, for everything. <laughs> and he mm-hmm. walked through, the, you know, because it it was different. And I think I, I low key set myself up at first because we went on like that for a good year until we had our first kid. And then it was like, excuse me, like, do I look like I'm tired? Like, I'm going to do all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was like an adjustment. You know, thankfully, I have an understanding husband because it was kind of like if I was him, I'd be like, what the? this ain't the person I married but you know as you grow your relationship changes and stuff you got to be willing to adjust with it but you know what I I also started that like that in that relationship too like um you know cooking all the time and then you know when you get on a healthy kick you like oh we gonna meal prep and he couldn't cook so I was the one doing all everything and to work a full-time job, then be sitting here talking about something. I'm about to chop up these vegetables. I'm about to cut up this chicken. I'm about to make all these different meals. I'm about to make freeze us some breakfast for the week. Child, I was doing all of that. And then one day I was like, this is too much. For real. And girl, I started ordering the meal service. Somebody else going <laughs> to these meals because I'm not... I'm not doing that. Uh, and no, that's I remember when, I was, yeah, we had a meal service. And then on the weekends, he got his favorite meal was breakfast. He got breakfast on Saturday morning. Make once one one day out the week. He got mm-hmm. breakfast on Saturday morning. He had to fend for himself on Sunday morning. And then he got Sunday dinner on Sunday night. But I was only cooking them two mm-hmm. times in the week. Other than that, I said, I can't sustain this. It is a lot. I remember I stopped. It was, um, I, I still cook dinner, but like I used to do all the meal prepping and stuff like that. And it took one time because we still, we had our daughter and he came home. Granted, he worked a lot. He, you know, he got, we got busy schedule mm-hmm. and the meal I prep was still in that lunchbox. I was like, oh wait, you didn't eat, you didn't eat your food. <laughs> and he was like, but I had time. I was like, okay, let's see if I do this. <laughs> so that they was the end of that. But you ain't getting no more lunches, no more lunch. But occasionally yeah. I, I'll still do it occasionally. But oh no, I feel like, when you truly like love somebody and like you in that relationship and catering almost not to every need, but like it almost comes naturally because you love someone so much. Yeah. Like you want to do different things for them. Yeah. Like, and it's, you're not thinking in the back of your mind, like, you know, keeping tally like, Oh, well, when's it's a labor of love. This, this, this? yeah. Like you just, especially if that's your love language, you know, like if mm-hmm. it's service then you're going to do stuff for people. And if, if that works in that relationship, that works. Crystal said, no, it's not service. Acts <laughs> of service ain't mine. Even though these days I do appreciate somebody coming to mow my damn lawn because that's a lot of work. Child, I ain't never mowed a lawn in my life before I bought this house. I'm like, mistake, mistake, <laughs> mistake. Child, I, I mean, I'd be wanting to, like, because he'll, like, my dude, he'll come by, he'll do my, he, you know, he'll cut my grass for me. If I need things fixed in the house, he'll fix it. You know, I need to paint, we gonna paint. You know, like he do all of these things for me. But sometimes when he comes to my house, like he probably be done work two weeks mm-hmm. straight. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be like, I know he tired. He should not have to come here and work too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I have to let him get his rest when he comes see me. So my yard be looking a hot ass mess sometimes. So now I'm just like, you know what? 
I'm not even going to put this pressure on you to come here and take care of my yard. Now, when we live together, that's going to be his responsibility. <laughs> all day. But until we live together, like, like live together, like both our name on the lease or the deed, then, you know, I, I'll, can, I won't put this burden on you to do my line. But if you come by and you want to, you can do it. But until then, I'm going to find somebody to do this because I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Like, you don't live here. So it should not be my expectation that you mm-hmm. come to my house and mow my lawn and take care of whatever. Like, if the trees need to be chopped down or trimmed or whatever, I shouldn't expect, like, girl, that shit is hard work. So I... I'm definitely about to start paying so so down the block to come uh, <laughs> mow this yard because this ain't for me. And then he'd be like, "You can do it." I'd be like, "Yeah, but I don't want to." So I definitely, I I definitely agree with what you said. Like, you know, there are things that you are gonna gonna cater to your person um, based on what it is that they like. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's some things where it's gonna have to be like, okay, let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. about this is this a outlandish expectation or thing for me to be doing or is this something that I can maintain and I know for me I said my next man gonna have to know how to cook because me being the only person that, that can cook that was too much because yeah. like I don't even like cooking for myself I have to force myself to cook for myself mm-hmm. and even when I do cook should I have to force myself to eat the food and not that it ain't good but you just get tired of the same thing. You know, you be like, I wanted it this one time and shit. Because food don't come in just the amount you need for like one right. or two meals. You got to make like six meals and it'd be like, I don't want to <laughs> waste this food. Because food ain't damn cheap. <laughs> That's me. Like, I, I'll eat something for as long as it lasts because I don't like cooking. So I be sitting there, I be sitting there eating like this was good the first two times. Now I'm over it, but I'm going to eat it because I don't want to waste it. <laughs> that was me today. I'm trying to lose this a little bit of weight right before this event. Mm-hmm. I'm eating peppers and stuff. And a girl was so mad. I got through half the bag of peppers. And I was like, I don't even want this shit. Like, I don't. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so we kind of touched on this a little bit. But like for this woman in this situation, mm-hmm. do you think if she met someone who did not require her to do any of these things or made it an equal situation where the man did those basic things for her, that she would be open to a relationship or providing him that same in return. So, and this is, you know, completely out of me just listening to that two minute video of hers. Like I, I kind of feel like no matter what relationship she's going to get in, just the way she came to it, like Mm -hmm. she gonna have an issue with it. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like she was very like she just had a negative. Maybe she had a bad experience before or something like it's going to be something that is going to bother her with that. Like, you know, maybe he just too lenient or like he don't do enough for her, you know, something. Mm -hmm. But I mean, she she could very well find somebody that does it how she she wanted done. And but I thought there's always give and take like, yeah. I definitely think people are entitled to feel the way that they feel they are entitled to uh, operate in the way that they want. And like you said, every relationship is different. So I stand on she going to be single. And the reason (laughs) I say this is because 
like I said, I'm not no pick me type chick, but I do understand like, like just like women want to feel wanted, men want to feel wanted. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we can get mad about what men say their preferences are, but we got preferences too. Yes, Just ma'am. like, you know, people get mad that they see black men with other than black women. Mm. And, you know, they'd be like, oh, he gonna go get a white girl and da 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 da. But then me personally, I wouldn't date a white man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's my preference. Yeah. Um, but nobody is bashing me. Like, I know black women that all they date is white men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we don't, I mean, we don't see it too often out in public for real, for real. Black women with other than white. I, you don't feel, I feel like it's changing. I see it all the time. I see it all the time on social media. Yeah. I don't see it that much in person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think like everybody has their preferences. And most men, they they want to, most men, they want a woman who has a personality. They want a woman who has a mind of their own, but they don't want a woman who is going to be problematic. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, because it's going to be some, some give and take, like you said, and there's going to be some instances where you don't agree on everything. So a man is going to accept some strife every now and again. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be combative and simple shit, like I'm not cooking you dinner, but bitch, you got to eat too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not going to clean the house. So you just want to live in a filthy house too? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And not to say like men don't help because I'm sure if she got with a man, the type of man that she needed to be with or wanted to be with, I'm sure he would take on some responsibility with cleaning and cooking if you know how to cook and, you know, those type of things. But Mm -hmm. because she seems so unwilling to want to to give somebody the basic necessities, she's going to be single because she problematic. (laughs) No, I mean, I agree, especially with the whole, like, she's not even willing to to do those simple things because I feel like, looking at my own relationship like I do you know I cook I clean I do that kind of stuff but my husband helps out you know my husband he gets like right now he's taking care of the kids right now like he gets the girls ready for school he gets the girls ready for bed like he'll cook sometimes like Mm -hmm. he on Saturdays we both clean in this house you know like we do laundry together so it's but I feel like if I were to be like oh I'm not doing this I'm not doing that I'm not doing this and he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be helping. Like, he, we would, have he wouldn't be sitting there like, well, I'll cook and I'll clean. Because oh, he worked no. a full-time job too. You know what <laughs> I mean? So like, but because of that, like the modern couple, both people are working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's unfair or unrealistic for her to even be sitting there talking about some, I don't want to be with a man because I don't want to cook for you. I don't want to clean for you. And I don't want to do X, Y, Z for you. But the same things that you're saying you won't do, are things that he's probably going to be doing as well. So it wouldn't be just you by yourself doing it. And I think it comes with some type of discernment in the type of people you're dealing with. And you know what I'm saying? Like you said, it could be from a bad experience that she'd been with somebody that that couldn't do those things or didn't do those things while she's in the space that she want to be in now. Or it could just be the stigma that she see on social media so much that 
women now here to my phone, oh, I cook for my man and I clean for my man and I do this for my man. And it's just like, I don't want to do all that. I mean, shit, I don't either. I mean, social media only show you, you know, part of it. That's what it's like. Yeah, they might be on there saying, oh, I do this, I do that for my, but, but what is he doing? You know, like they only giving you that one side, like the whole, you know, let me cater to you thing. But mm-hmm. I'm sure he is his pulling his weight, doing his own thing. So I don't know if you are familiar with the um, influencer, Jackie Ina. Mm, no. But she a black girl. Okay. And um, she started on YouTube as a um, like a makeup girl. Mm-hmm. And now she more so like a lifestyle person, like watch me clean my house, get ready with me, like still doing makeup stuff. But like just she she one of them high paid YouTubers now, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But like I see her post videos all the time of her, like showing people what she used to clean and, you know, all of this type of stuff. And most recently, I seen a video of her posting her husband helping her cleaning up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, Whatever her husband do, I know he got money. Um, mm-hmm. And not saying like she not contributing because I know she making money with YouTube and whatever other type of deal she got as well. But like they live in a like somebody in this relationship is wealthy type home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so to know like her man got the type of money he got and he still helped clean their house is yeah. just like, you know what I'm saying? It's not saying that she the only person that's cleaning up because she at home all day. Like she's busy doing stuff too. Like being a content creator is not for the faint at heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like, even though you work or even though he work or, you know, to me, I legit, even if it's financially not 50, 50, I still think that household chores should be 50, 50, like, just how you work together should mm. be 50-50 and whatever that looked like to y'all. It yeah. don't have to be like, okay, we clean, like, I'm going to wash the dishes, you going to clean it. Like, it don't have to, like, however y'all decide to do y'all 50-50, you know what I'm saying? But it don't have to be tip for tat. Like, just because I did this, you got to do that. It's mm. just like, we work together. Exactly. And I think it gets real dangerous when you when you do that tit for tat and you start keeping score and all like keeping tally of who doing what. Like that ain't what a relationship about. Like mm-hmm. it ain't about who doing what for who and who winning it. Like, no, work together. Yeah. And I think that's the the main gist of what this conversation is. Like she's saying what she's not going to do versus mm. saying how she would prefer to be in a relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. And because it don't sound like she even know what that look like, she going to continue to be problematic and single. That's the title of this episode, Problematic and Single. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just definitely think that a lot of times, now I will say wholeheartedly, I was not no kevin samuels type of person but Mm -hmm. i know a lot of the things he said was for a reaction Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um and i think that's what a lot of people get on these social medias doing they looking for a reaction Mm -hmm. and they looking for a reaction and that's that's it because like 
even the girl, like I had her on the show before, the one who was like, she bought a gift for her first date with this dude or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think it's dope. You know what I'm saying? I still think that, because like I said, men want to be wanted, want to feel wanted as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like, um, they want to feel special in whatever way that means. You know what I'm saying? So she did something simple. She didn't even spend no money on this gift. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It was just literally the thought that counted. But people was on the internet like clowning her because she was buying him a gift. Like she brought him a gift. And it's just like. Let that girl do what she do. Yeah. Like what worked for her may not work for you. And, you know, vice versa. Like. I was like, I ain't gonna lie. Um, I was raised completely. <laughs> like, so I was raised with that very like old school, like the man is supposed to do when it comes to like gifts and all that kind of stuff. And like, even to the point where like, he's supposed to treat you and to me I think it's a real messed up idea of relationships or like courting you know before they get in a relationship with that whole dating scene it's like he's supposed to treat you like a queen (laughs) he's supposed to treat you like a queen and like earn your time or whatever and you don't really do nothing and I never understood that like I still argue with my mom about that to this day like I don't understand relationships like that like I don't like if you y'all both looking to date like why is he spending all the money why is he doing everything you know like and then you you know they old school so like you're not putting out you're not doing nothing like yeah. you you might you know let him take you know, it's a privilege for him to take you on a few dates and buy you stuff like that's I don't that's not a I don't know I don't get that kind of stuff and like you said you know she it was a thought that counts you made me think um this past weekend was father's day right and so I was doing a bunch of different events and stuff. And we had these little goodie bags for dads. Mm-hmm. And so the, our table had nothing to do with, with fathers and stuff. But, you know, I just thought I was like, it's Father's Day weekend. I want to give some things to the dads. Yeah, Girl, like you would be like the way these men were reacting. Like it just showed you Like I think we just forget like men have feelings like men want like they want, you know, just something nice to just for me to be like, hey, excuse me, sir. Happy Father's Day. And he'd be like, oh, wait, this is for me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, thank you, sweetheart. That's so, you know, like they was every single dude was just like his eyes lit up and it's like dang like because we don't even think you know like everyone just we always yeah, they work they do this they do that but like they want they want affection they like being a little spoon sometimes <laughs> and so I you know I will say like for me and my relationship like I will probably say this is we just we we a little bit over a year together now and we've been talking with each other since like November of 2020 you know what I'm saying and so like this is probably the longest relationship I've been in it's the least problematic relationship I have been in but it's also a relationship where I actively express how I feel when you piss me off I let you know I'm pissed the fuck off you know what I'm saying like I'm taking my time with this situation letting him know like I didn't like what you did and there have been times where I have done things where he didn't like what I did either you know what I'm saying and he let me know and how we let each other know is definitely different because I'm gonna say what I want and then in five minutes I'm gonna be ready to cuddle cuddle you know like we passed <laughs> this now him on the other hand he gonna he gonna let you suffer until he <laughs> feel like he's ready to talk to you you be sitting there like 
but I just want to love on you. You know what I'm saying? But then like when I when I do say how I feel, I be I, I guess I be unfiltered because he'll be like, that was mean as hell. Or why you say that like that? Or, you know, whatever. And so I I think my cousin had posted on um Instagram one time. He said something about men want to feel wanted too, or some, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know sometimes I be getting on him. Let me ask him, do he feel wanted? You know, so I, asked, I said, do I make you feel wanted? And he's like, yes. You know what I'm saying? Or we had a situation one time and, you know, men don't express how they feel like that. And so, you know, to hear him say like, I'm in love with you. I want to build a family with you. Like that made me feel like whatever I was mad at you about, I ain't mad no more. But yeah, I'm watching gas. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So like, I, I definitely think like being in a relationship is definitely give and take. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, there are going to be times where y'all not going to agree. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to agree to disagree. And then hopefully y'all can work. Hopefully whatever the issue is, it's not something that's long term. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like a relationship is give and take. And in this, like this situation with Ogre, it just don't sound like she willing to give. Like you, to me, she just wants a friend that she just want a friend. You just want somebody you can hang out with, you can go out on dates with, you know, like she said, have fun with. And to me, that don't translate to long-term situation if you're not willing to give nothing else besides surface-level shit. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. So it's it's unfortunate. And I really do wish that you know, the dynamics between men and women weren't what they are Mm -hmm. because, I mean, we could all get caught up into social media and what these celebrities are doing. And I feel like that's the reason our culture is what it is now. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because you have these celebrities that are out there like, my man spent a bag on me and we go do X, Y, Z and he paid for this flight and he flew me out and da, 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 da. And not saying your man should not do these things, but what are you giving in return? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think it's all fun and games at first, but then unless you have a wealthy man, is this something that they can maintain? Yeah. I I feel like it's like a separate world to me. Like I have like my world and then Mm -hmm. there's like, celebrity world the social media world and that's just that's not the real world for me so I don't it, even like it's not real for me either like do I want a man that can and me and my dude we have these type of conversations all the time like do I want a man that can pay my bill like who the hell would want to be with somebody that was paying their bills but the thing is I don't want nobody that's getting that money illegally because the way my job is set up I can't I can't lose my job because you out here in these streets so that's one. Two, is it something that you can sustain? You know what I'm saying? Can you maintain doing these type of things for me with a legitimate job? <laughs> and then even like the ones that like, basically they taking care of you, but then they live in their life. So it's like, stay on my face. I'm, I'm paying your bills. Like, mm, I don't yeah. have time for that. Like I had a man that 
in my way, way younger days. But like, I had, I had met this man. He was not attractive at all. <laughs> and I could tell he was older. But he had pulled up to my job. I seen him pull up in that. And this was in like 2007, maybe. Mm -hmm. I seen him pull up in that 2007, 2008 Range Rover. And I'm like, "Mm, that's a nice car, you know, whatever. He came in, me being me. He left with my number. (laughs) I I tried not to. At first, I was like, no, I'm good, you know, whatever. And then he, you know, kept pushing. So I was like, well, shit, here, take my number. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You want it so bad, here, take it. So, you know, we going out on dates and he like, I do whatever for you. And this one, like, smartphones was really, like, popping. So mm-hmm. he had bought me this expensive-ass smartphone at the time. I think it was, like, a Windows phone or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, he bought me that phone. And then I had mentioned, like, I was going to go downstate, like, in Illinois, I was going to try and go to school, like, in Southern Illinois or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this is when I was really just trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do with my life. Mm-hmm. But, like, he and he was like, what if I bought you a new car? Would you stay? I'm like, hmm, we might could discuss some things. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, what if I got you an apartment? Because I think I said no. Mm-hmm. Um and he was like, what if I got you an apartment and paid all the bills? And I definitely considered it. I was like, I can move up out of my mama's house? Hell yeah. But then I thought about it. And it was like, because later on, I ended up finding out like this man was married, like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And so I'm like, so you basically saying you going to be paying for me basically so you can come and go as you please up out my house. Mm-hmm. And I got to live like I'm in a relationship with somebody, but you hold married out here. And I was just like, nah, I can't. The The way I am, I don't even think, I, I don't know if I could ever let a man just be like, I'm going to just take care of you and you don't have to do nothing. Because in my eyes, that's telling me you can go do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And then I got to be over here li- living the Solomon chill life like, no, girl, I can't do this. And, yeah. you know, he ain't going, hell no, nah, I don't need no keeper. <laughs> I feel you. even like for me, I know like over the years and stuff, I can never do the whole like just somebody taking care of me kind of thing. Because at the end of the day, like I need my bank account with my money and can't nobody come up and say like, I remember I was dating this one. This is way back in the day, I was dating this one dude. And he was like, um, go pick you out some shoes, but you got 30 minutes. Like, I don't need nobody to like, no, no. I I'm have my money. I, I want to do it. Like, bro, you going to yeah. buy the shoes, you going to buy the shoes. <laughs> it's just, I don't want no, you know, or like I'm driving around in like this nice car, but it's in his name. Like, I don't have time for that. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It like, I, I commend the women who can live their lives like that. But me personally, I just think the independence in me could never allow no man to have that type of access to me Mm -hmm. or to like, you got this type of access to me, but I don't have the same in return. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need like, in that situation, I didn't feel like he and I were going to be together or partners. It it just felt like I'm, I'm just a kept woman. Like I do what you tell me to do. And I wasn't feeling. You know what I'm saying? And I think to an extent, like a woman could be like, ain't no man gonna run me, but you letting that dollar run you. 
Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you gonna subject yourself to certain things dealing with somebody just for the money. Like mm-hmm. it's plenty of celebrities who are married, like athletes that are married, but they still out here just doing what the hell they want to do. And these women just stay for the dollar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe it's a prenup. If you leave me, you ain't going to get shit or, you know, who knows, but yeah. you stand for the dollar. <laughs> and I, I can't be no slave to no, like money make the world go around. Would it be nice to have all the money in the world? Yes. But I can't be a slave to it. Exactly. And I feel like that's what living that type of lifestyle becomes. You start living for the dollar. Like, even if you don't stay with a man when they start acting crazy with you, you're going to still try and find you another man that can still maintain that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So now you on the chase for the dollar, regardless of how you want to look at it. You on the chase for the dollar. So, but yes. So I think that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode. I think this was a really good episode this week. I enjoyed it. I want to thank you, Dominique, for coming on this show. And then if you would go ahead and like to plug your event, Make It Happen, Sis. Oh, yes. Okay. So Make It Happen, Sis, July 10th. It is here in Georgia, Warner Robins at 44th and Madison. And like Coco said, she's going to be one of our panelists. We've got a bunch of ladies on there, you know, some um, beauty specialists. We got real estate gurus, fitness gurus, um, pop-up shops, champagne, networking. It's just going to be a whole day. So come out, support. And it's really just, you know, networking with other women, finding out, you know, what motivates them. You know, let that help motivate you, build those relationships. And I feel like just even in doing this whole process, like I've met so many amazing women and I've been able to start relationships with some, you know, not just business, but just so many women that I've already met. And I just think it's amazing. I think it's great. There's so much out here in middle Georgia that people ain't even aware of. There's a lot of people doing some great things. And, you know, I think it's super dope because even coming like me choosing to come to Georgia was like because I'm only an hour and a half away from Atlanta. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I can just run up the road real fast. I can go to these events. You know, I can put myself in these rooms and in these spaces. And sometimes you don't necessarily think about, like, where we are in middle Georgia. Like I said, it's an hour and a half south of Atlanta. And Mm -hmm. it is a pretty decent location. Like, the major city closest to us, aside from Atlanta, is Macon. Mm -hmm. And Macon, of course, has a lot of Black business owners, a lot of women business owners, and even the, like the town, the city that we live in, it has a lot of entrepreneurs in it. And so I think building that network within the community you live in and then branching out from there, like Mm -hmm. even if you do just meet somebody that does business in, in the town that you live in you now have access to whatever that network is that they have. You know what I'm saying? And then you able to build your brand or your network out further because now your reach is is expanding. And so I think it's pretty dope that you are creating this event to bring together these these different women organizations or entities to show Mm -hmm. like there are businesses here that you can patron. There are women that's doing big things and just because they not on tv or in the Atlanta circles right now don't mean that they won't get there yeah 
I was even here. I don't know if people, cause I didn't know about it here in Warner Robins. We have like a whole co-work space. Um, it's called succeed is by this woman named Fanika Miller. She is amazing. She's got this whole building and it's dedicated basically to black women. Like it's, it's open for every woman, but it's like a space for a creative space to go work. You know, it's kind of like if you were to go to Starbucks and, you know, just do different things for your business that's what this place is and it is on the outside you wouldn't even know it's like it's over on watson but you go in it is gorgeous like the whole vibe in there and it's like we don't even know about stuff like this that's right here it looks straight out of atlanta just like that one um venue i was showing you before like everybody thought that on instagram they're like oh yeah this is in atlanta like no that's warner robbins actually so yeah yeah i think that's super dope i'm excited to be a part of this event um you know, and for myself to also get out there and network because, like I said, Dominique has legit, like, been out there putting her event out there all right. like, and all the little pop-ups. And I show up and support, you know what I'm saying? But even if it was for them last few minutes, <laughs> <that'll be sitting. laughs> I'd had 100-degree weather. Yes, but you know what? I I think it's super dope that she getting out there meeting people because she'll be like, "Did you know this person?" I'm like, "Girl, hell no! I don't know none of these people. I don't know nobody here." You know what I'm saying? And it's because I have been in this. Let me get to Atlanta mind frame versus let me tap into what's what's closest to me at this time. And so I definitely want to use this event. To network as well and meet people because everybody got a story and you never know who could be on the show next i was just gonna say I'll, i want to talk to you offline because i got somebody that i think should be on the show <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i'm glad i'm glad that you're gonna take advantage of it yes so if you are in georgia um come out i will definitely post the flyer and the link in my profile not in my well, yeah, in my pro, it's in my profile actually. Like, if you click on my link, it'll take you to the Eventbrite. Um, okay. There is a link in my my link tree to the event, so make sure you okay. click on the link in my bio so that you can get your tickets. Um, are you doing any specials right now, or so yes? If you do code um, OG twenty two. It gets you $10 off. And then I will actually be at a pop-up shop on July 2nd. Um, I can I can send that to you if you want to post it. And yeah. I'm going to have a huge deal only at that pop-up shop. So you got to come out, support them. Um, it's a lady. She, <laughs> I don't you know, I'm always flexible. So it's, I think it's called mm-hmm. BCAD um, Beauty. She um, has like a beauty academy and she's doing a pop-up shop. So I'm going to be there with some huge savings for the event. So okay yes oh and so at Dominique's event the other day she was saying like one of the vendors across the way from her she messaged me and she was like do you know this person I said hell no I don't know that person she was (laughs) like well they seem really excited to know that you were gonna be here and I was like really like oh should be listening to the show (laughs) yeah like and I, I will say like I like I feel super dope or super special when I meet people and they tell me like, oh, I heard of your podcast before because whoever I encounter, I may not be that person that's going to be out there like specifically to go network. But if I meet people, you know, and we talking and it's just like, yeah, I have a podcast and da, 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 da. Like just in conversation one time, somebody was like, you've popped up in podcasts I should listen to on my Spotify. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> girl so you know I I will definitely say I 
really do need to do better at like getting out, networking, and really just building my brand um, in an organic way. Because a lot of times it's how you meet people, like meeting people, like actually knowing people mm-hmm. that'll get you in spaces. And another thing I would like to highlight is that this is not a women, it's a, it's a women's only event. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like as far as it being like female vendors and a female panel, you know, that type of thing. But I want to get in rooms with other women. And mm-hmm. I say this because I'll meet men and they'll be like, oh, I'm this person and I can do X, Y, Z and I can get you on and da, 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 da. And then you be like, okay, yeah, take my number, listen to the podcast, X, Y, Z. I would love to chat more. And then you talk to him and it'd be like, you know, I was really just trying to holler. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm trying to do business. The fuck? <laughs> like, I know, like, I know I'm a cute girl. I'm a, I'm a nice looking woman. But in the same token, like, every time I talk to a man, I don't want it to be under the pretense that I'm trying to mess around with you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do business. You know what I'm saying? And so I definitely want to get in the room with women because, of course, in day to day passing, men are going to be more prone to talking to me than a Mm -hmm. woman, per se. If it's Mm -hmm. not in a space where it's just like we networking, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, I'm going to run into men that are potentially attracted to me. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I would like to walk in a room and know like. And, and not to say women can't be attracted to me or can't want to hit on me too, but I feel like women understand, like, we got to come and go. We trying to get on. You know what I'm saying? Let's help each other out. Mm-hmm. Me and like, I'm going to let you fuck your way to the top. <laughs> no, I feel you, you want to be taken serious. And yeah, like, sometimes it is hard. Shit, yeah. I can't even get my damn line mode because motherfucker was hitting on me. I, I had a line man when I first got here. This was supposed this was supposed to be handled until he started talking about some you can't let nobody in the house but me. <laughs> you ain't invited. The hell. Uh, so yeah, I I definitely appreciate you for hosting this. And I will say, just like you say, you feel like I have encouraged you. You have definitely encouraged me to get out there and, and do more. So I'm excited about the event. If you can make it to the Make It Happen Sis and Warner Robin, Georgia, um, come out. Like I said, it is the if you click the link in my bio, there is a link in my link tree to take you to the event, Bright, so that you can get your tickets. Um, you know, come out and see your girl. Meet Dominique. You know? <laughs> So, yes. Do you want to tell them where else they can, besides Eventbrite, uh, where they can find you at on social media? Yes. So I'm still uh, you know, trying to perfect the whole social media game. I ain't going to lie. I'm trying to <laughs> but you get on there all the time. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can on Facebook, just Dominique Comurray. On Instagram, it's Mrs. Figuring It Out. Um. I do have a TikTok. I ain't going to put that one out there, though, because it's like two videos on there and they real sad. So. Celebrating this. What'd you say? Celebrating this page. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So um, Facebook and on Instagram, celebrating us. That is my actual business. Um, 
that I'll be doing all my events through. So Facebook, Subrating Us 22, Instagram, Subrating Us 2022. Yes. So get y'all tickets, follow Dominique on the social medias. All of that is going to be in the, you know, episode notes. So y'all know y'all can all follow me on social medias, all the social medias, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We ain't going to say Twitter because, I mean... (laughs) You can, I don't really be posting on Twitter, but every now and again, I decide to get on there and I don't be living right. But you can find me on the Twitters at Kiki and with Coco as well. You know, I be commenting to the ratchets, you know, but, um, but yes, follow me on all social medias. Come check us out at the Make It Happen Sis event, link in bio. So I appreciate y'all as always for tuning in and until next time. Bye. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>